Alright y'all, welcome to episode 90 of Can't Call It with your boy Jay Kills. Your boy Jay Wright. And we bike is up. We got friends of the show, B Talkins in the building. How you feeling, my boy? I'm good, bro. I'm eating Cheetos. You eating uh, Cheetos? Is it in the microphone? All my kids' snacks. Eating all my kids' snacks. Yeah, speaking of microphones, let me apologize. Uh, let's address yeah. it. Let's go ahead yeah. Let me apologize. It wasn't me. It wasn't the AirPods. So, you know, uh, Steve Jobs ain't catching no slugs here. Uh, but Cox, you dirty motherfuckers. As much Cox as we pay y'all, every month, my internet should be sparkling. Uh, so for those who heard episode 89, and uh, I was discussing Texas A&M and whoever else, Alabama. If you want to, you know, call me. You know, if you want to know my thoughts, because you couldn't couldn't get them, call me, 225-933-9873. That's my business line. Uh, <laughs> get you some and insurance I'll, I'll, quotes. And I'll, I'll give you, yeah, you know, I'll quote your insurance and I'll tell you why Texas A&M uh, and Alabama both are trash. Well, no, they're going to finish second and third, respectively. But still, they trash. Second place is first loser, according mm. to Joe Jackson. Okay. <laughs> but it's color. <laughs> Jackson don't take second. <laughs> we got. <laughs> we got a lot to get in. That the pecan, ice, pecan cream? ice cream officer. My bad. <laughs> Man, this episode we got some things to get into. Uh, the LSU brand is strong. Shout out to Shakari Richardson. Shout out to how you say his name, Javon Harrison. Uh, Mondo, you got Mondo. Armand yeah. Gustav Mondo Duplantis. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Haley Van Liv winning the uh, gold in the three on three. Uh, shout out to Angel Reese. Shout out to Flage. Shout out to uh, Hayden Travinsky, the new number eight. Uh, what else? We- Shout out to LSU, bro. We just some damn winners, bro. We are. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go and break down the schedule for y'all game by game. We're gonna do a little name game. We're gonna uh talk about the number seven and number 18 predictions. But before we get into all that, we got breaking news. Mason Smith, aka the lotto ticket, allegedly suspended for game one against Florida State. Uh we're we're unclear as to what causes suspension, but it looks like uh, we're gonna call it impermissible benefits. Is that what they want to say? No mm-hmm. weird. Um, guys, how does this happen in twenty twenty three? Um, with nil in place and collectives and all that good stuff. Why, why are we even talking about this? Somebody sneaked. Somebody messed up. Somebody messed up somewhere. The ball was dropped because LSU shouldn't allow that to happen. And like, I'm not gonna put that on the kid. I'm putting that on LSU and the compliance and the NIL. Uh, you know, like at this point, with the way the rules are, that should not happen. You should not see a player in trouble with the NCAA for impermissible benefits at a school like LSU. Now we're talking North Alabama, you know, I don't expect them to have the same resources as LSU does, but at this school, that shouldn't happen. Especially not for your 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 big player. Now this was quad, you know. <laughs> he got two jackets. You know, somebody made him a a, a replica jacket like his daddy got. Okay, you know, I can kind of see it. But arguably, your best player on defense, that shouldn't happen. Hmm. Jay Wright, what's your and we need bro? a scapegoat too. We need a scapegoat. Yeah, I feel like the time of this implicates that there's a snitch someone out there because look mason just had an interview with jordan arsenal where he was talking about how nil has changed his life uh, has impacted him because he was able to receive you know some money where he could help support his family without going to the nfl and so like the next day this shoe drops it's like nah somebody out there whistleblowing and I'm pretty sure somebody that's affiliated with another school, probably in the SEC, and they thought maybe he's going to get some more time. Like B said, we got a compliance department that is is they it's a it's a it's an army. So I feel like they're going to get the the suspension overturned or suspended, like delayed or something, while they fight this. But I just think the timing of it screams to me 
somebody out there call in or something and was like, hey, I'm going to turn this into the NCAA. They got this big game coming up week one. Let's see if we can get them out of here. So I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And I think eventually what you're going to see happen is because stuff like this coming up, you got the hardball situation in Michigan, the Big Ten, SEC, they're going to get enough teams and they're going to split off from the NCAA. NCAA is just they they like the police type of the crime scene. They don't do shit. Walk <laughs> the deeks. So yeah, I see, I see, I give it maybe three years tops. Gonna see the SEC expand, maybe add Florida State, Clemson, and then say, fuck y'all, and make their own governing body with the big ten. And say we're gonna have our own champion and our own system. Get out because stuff like this keep popping up. Like, why is this kid going to be out week one? You get a hamburger from Raul? Yeah, man. Probably. I don't juicy, know. Juicy. Uh, I think there's more to it. More will come up. Uh, like I like I said in our text message, I think they're going to delay the suspension some kind of way. Uh, it's just too much money involved in this this opening game. Like as we discussed before, this might be the best non-conference game of the year, let alone week one. Uh, so, suspend them against Grambling. No disrespect to Grambling, uh, but we don't need them for that game. So, I think they're gonna find a way around it. Let's 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 let's, let's let the players play. Let the kids play like they say in Bad News Bears, and uh, we'll figure that later. Um, we'll keep we'll keep our eyes uh, tuned to this one and see what happens, what comes of it. I don't. Um, I really want to know what he got suspended for at this point. Like, yeah, I just want—I want to know too. Because if it was a Hellcat, I mean, look at Alabama's roster. That's all they got. So, set of ties. <laughs> just trying to figure it set out. Of ties. All I know is I don't want to see Mason Smith on the sideline in fatigues like Peter Ward um, during after, the biggest, after, biggest, biggest after, game of the season. Yeah, after the Dillard, <laughs> after the Dillard's incident. So, like, like I was. Uh, like I was having a conversation with, with some friends earlier about this, and I said, this is not the most important game of the season, but it but it's probably the biggest game of the season. Like, you're looking at the schedule right now, probably the biggest game. Not the most important, because as we highlighted on last show, uh, LSU can go and lose this game and still have everything out in front of them. Uh, so it's not the most important, but it is, like, the biggest game. Well, one could argue. Well, speaking of uh, schedules, that's a hell of a transition. Let's uh, yeah, segue. God, let's yeah. let's get into this. Uh, we're gonna go game by game. Um, uh, do we want to come to a consensus or do we want to go? Uh, we can't come to no consensus. Can no consensus. Okay, okay. So let's go game by game. Uh, we'll get everybody's reactions on their thoughts and concerns of each game. And uh, we'll come, we're going to come up with a win total for these Tigers. Uh, since since B already crowned them champions, since you crowned their asses, let's go ahead yep. and do it. <laughs> All right, so week one, Florida State, 6.30 Central Standard Time, Sunday, September 3rd at Camping World Stadium. They call this shit the Camping World Kickoff. I didn't know that was even a thing. But uh, what y'all got, fellas? Yeah, mm. like, I don't have the kickoff mm. anymore. Uh, I think that's in Atlanta. That's a different game. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm just shit. <clears throat> Plus, this uh, game's on Sunday. They couldn't play it. In, that couldn't be a Chick Fil A game. Yeah, you're right. They closed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this this is you know what this is probably the toughest one to pick too. Like V said, mm-hmm. it's not probably the most, the most important, but it's the biggest one. Um, or the state scares me. And the reason why is because, like I said, when we did our preview of the position groups, our secondary scares me. And you have a returning quarterback with a lot of weapons, mm. and it's week one. But with that being said, I'm picking LSU. Okay. Just because, okay. you know, I just I have a lot of faith in, in Jordan and, uh, and uh, Jaden Daniels. Why I say Jordan? Daniels. And uh I think we're gonna I think we're gonna pull it out. I think it's gonna be close again. It's gonna be similar to last year's game. But uh I think we're gonna pull that one out. So I give us a W. Yeah. Okay. B Top, what say ye? Um man, I was actually I so I was talking to my, my my homeboy AJ earlier and he said, uh, am I on the hype train? 
or is LSU gonna gonna beat this shit out of Florida State? I said you're definitely on the hype train because that shit ain't happening, dog. <laughs> uh, I said Florida State's. I said Florida State's good, like capital G O O D. And I said Florida State's really good, like yeah. they're better than they were last year. Um, which we're better than we were last year, but this team, like when you have a player like a, a Jared Verse, who most people consensus thought he was. It's going to be a first-round pick come back. One, that tells you that they're maintaining talent. But two, that tells you that the culture there has been reignited to the fact where this kid turned down big NFL money to stay in college. Like this, like I know there's NIL, but this ain't Angel Reese not wanting to go to the, the, the WNBA potentially for money. Like the NFL is getting way more money than what a player – in college is is getting so like that just hints me off again to the changing of the culture that's at at florida state and i follow florida state on instagram so i'm seeing all of like their videos and practice videos Mm -hmm. and stuff and man Mm -hmm. like like that is that florida state is now again a destination place um and like i said that that culture that mike norvell has has built and is building with the recruiting stuff man that roster is loaded um, I just feel like I'm not gonna give them the the advantage. Like I don't think Orlando uh, is um is really a home game for them because LSU travels very well. Um, so I don't think Florida State just just because the games in Florida is gonna have an advantage there. I just feel like Jaden Daniels is gonna make a few more plays. Um. And I think Malik Neighbors is going to make a few more plays, and LSU is going to find a way to come out of that with a W. Because we have the we have the they beat us last year, you know, in our corner. So I think that's going to give us that that little push. The spread I think is like two and a half. LSU is a, a, a small favorite, and that's kind of where it should be. Uh, but if Florida State was actually favored in Vegas, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But yeah, slight slight nudge to the Tigers, Baton Rouge. Um, I'm I'm in the same uh, boat as Jay. Right, I, this is might be literally the only team I wouldn't want to play Week One, and I say that I, I would pick any other team in the country to play other than Florida State. I think LSU and Florida State literally are the two hottest teams as far as if you're a, a high school athlete, th- these are the two schools you want to go to. You got new blooded coach. Um, both coaches seem to have like an exciting atmosphere going on. Um, I mean, LSU, you could ar- argue is like the hottest brand in college sports. Um, Florida state is, is, is bringing back the oldies. Um, but I'm gonna go with the revenge factor. I'm gonna go with, we got a lot of kids who got a lot to play for. Um, our boy Jaden is trying to start his Heisman campaign. So, what better way to do it than on the road against <clears throat> one of the hottest teams? So, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to LSU. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be just like Ooh. last year. Other than no miss extra point, I think it's gonna come down to and no drop points, please. Lord have mercy. Let's let's not mm. talk about that. I think I think we and that's another thing too. That stuff was all part of like a lot was going on last year. Um, a lot of turmoil between going from Coach O to BK. BK was trying to see what he had. We still didn't even – it was just a lot going on. So I think this year the team's a little bit more stable. You don't see that. Um, and, yeah, the little stuff makes a big difference, and that's where we get the dub. So, yep, might be a little biased, but I honestly do think we should prevail. Now, if we lose, I'm not going to be surprised, but I just don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. So long way to say, yeah, Tigers win. Uh, moving on to Gremlin, do we need to discuss? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry. And white shoes and that bass drum on that cart. The Robinson rolled over his grave, but no. Nah, uh, what what songs is Gremlin playing at halftime? Uh, it's hot right now. Uh, Let's groove tonight. Yeah, oh, you know they gotta awesome. go one old school game. One, one old, old school. school. Are we getting some um some Lotto, some Ice Spice, some uh? <laughs> We're getting something. Uh, with the white. Is, is he, the song even out yet? Do we know? Peaches and eggplants. That's my vote. They're not playing that in Tiger Stadium, bro. Boop, 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 They're not going to play boop. 
<laughs> maybe some maybe some uh maybe some Travis Scott. I don't know. I don't know what they go. Oh, they might play some bat. They might play some boosie. I don't know. They're gonna, gonna see. This is what they, this is their set list. It's gonna be they're gonna play some boosie Collins, and then be like that was for the old school, and then bring in yeah, like you said, boosie. They in Baton Rouge. They're gonna play some boosie. So I don't know if it's gonna be set it off or whatever, but. Yeah, he might. Yeah, we'll see. Shout out to Grambler, man. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, <laughs> 11 a.m. Central Standard Time at in Stark Vegas. Mm, Davis Wade. Yeah. Shout out I'm to the Tigers. Yeah, the Cowboys do Cowboys. give me a little trepidation because this is a rough game in the SEC. Sylvester so Croom ain't walking through that door. This is, uh, we're playing breakfast football, which I hate. That too. I don't like the early kickoffs, but I think the mentality of this team is a, it's a business trip, so they're gonna take care of business. Tigers by ten. I, I like the fact I hate uh, the early game, but I like the fact that Grandma was the week before, so that gives them a little bit extra time to prep and mm-hmm. get the I BS too. out the way. Um, and also because we're gonna play so early, that gives us more recovery time for the following week. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tigers by I'm gonna say two touchdowns. Let me give a solid two touchdowns. Oh, you putting numbers on it. Yep. Uh then we go oh uh Arkansas at home. Mm. No, no time announced on that one yet. This funky. This KJ, funky. KJ Jefferson. Chilling in town. What you got? I know he looked like that. I'm going with the Tigers. I I just don't think. KJ Jefferson and them can beat us. Like, like I feel like the only reason the Arkansas game was as close as it was last year was because KJ didn't start. Uh, like if KJ had started through a monkey, it would have been yeah, yeah. And that kid was much quicker, much faster. Like, like KJ is a excuse me, he's a mobile quarterback. But I don't mind like big mobile quarterbacks. Like, like I don't mind. You know, like he doesn't he. He's very talented, but he doesn't scare me because I know he, you know, he'll pop one for seven or eight yards, but he's not going to pop one for seven. Um, so he doesn't scare me. Kind of kind of like I've said before, I mean, they're super talented, but they're Arkansas. The funkiest part of this game is, you know, it's way earlier in the season than than what we, we, we're used to, which mm-hmm. can kind of be an advantage to LSU. Because a lot of times when those Arkansas games are at the end of the, of the season, we go into those games not focused. Uh, yeah. Whereas this is still going to be the early part of the, the, the season. Uh, our legs are going to be underneath us. Our health should be really good. So I'm going I'm to I'm go with the, with the Tigers. And it, I don't think it'll be a nail biter. I'm not going to put a, a prediction on score or winning margin, but I don't think it's going to be a nail biter because – Fuck, it's Arkansas. Fuck them. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. Pull out the Lee Corso pencil. I think those Razorbacks are sneaking around the chicken coop. Nobody circles the wagons like the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. KJ Jefferson, he kind of scares me a little bit. His and not because or his play. That both. It's <laughs> both, and I'm saying that honestly and sincerely. And he, you know, he's he's yeah, he's not easy on the eyes. He also reminds me of my cousin that uh, led the police on a high speed chase in West Monroe, and now he's a bus driver for uh, the elementary school. Makes no fucking sense. I don't know how you get position. that. Respect. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe so that was. I gotta take these kids to school. I, I, they must have been impressed by the police chase. I was like, you know what? If you can get away from us, you can take these kids to school. Anyway, long story short, I think when we play Arkansas to them, it's like it's not their Super Bowl, but it's like a divisional round playoff game. They get up. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, for sure. I think it'll be in the first half, highly contested, and then you start to see us pull away because of the depth we have at running back. That we have on the defensive line. Like, that's the difference between us and teams like Arkansas, Mississippi State, is that 
now we're building our roster back, we can go a little bit deeper. Last year, we were winning some games, and I was like, man, we have no depth, and we're winning these games. Like, Makai Wingo playing down there every snap type shit. That, was, that reminded me of Christian Lacatua playing Ooh. every snap <laughs> back in the day. Lord. So, I'm saying, like, I just think we, this year we'll have those type of games where we're able to pull away in the second half and our depth starts to show. So, I think that's a W. It might be a little iffy at halftime, but it's a W by the end. There you go. The boy, uh, we 3 and 0. That boy yeah. say no, de- depth question mark. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arkansas battle of the Golden Boot. I like the fact that it's early in the season. Um, I'm going. I'm gonna go Tigers by eleven. We might mm. have a little, a couple field goals up in there. Tigers by eleven. boy Ramos. Ramos. Now let's 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 go to the sip. Ramos. Uh and Jarvis, Jarvis's favorite coach. Uh we going to Ole Miss. Lane. 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 I think I've been wearing baby blue train. Not so fast. They better not have them powders on. I want them powder blues. Oh, I love them powder blues. I do not like Ole Miss, but I love the powder blue uniforms. They tend to lose with them all, but they look so good. Mm-hmm. But Lane Kiffin is my favorite play call. Sark is a close second, but Lane is my favorite play call. That gives me trepidation as well because mm-hmm. he gets somebody that uh, at the pull the trigger that is in sync with him mentally. It's scary. So we at what Vault Hemingway? We playing them mm-hmm. uh, on the road. See, mm-hmm. another road game. SEC road games mm-hmm. on easy. Not so fast, my friend. The Tigers pulled it out because of their run game. And number 27, yes, I give them this props this year. I say the Tigers win. And a nail biter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be who you got, man. I agree with everything he said. Like, Lane is one of, one of my favorite coaches. Awesome play caller. I was actually mad when all the Alabama fans were, like, talking shit about him when he was their offensive coordinator. I was like, y'all didn't even know what y'all mm-hmm. got yeah, right I here. Did, yeah. Like, like y'all y'all stupid. I mean, he made – yeah, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with 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 everything Jay Wright said. I think it's going to be close. Vault Hemingway has some ghosts, you know, in that stadium Racist. Um, for LSU. And – uh. By ghosts, ghost, do you mean slavery? And yeah, racist ghosts. And the the mega evers type, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a yeah. I'm not saying that, but I mean, <laughs> the, the, the one time I went to an old Miss LSU game, there was a, a Klan rally going on on campus on the same day. Okay, so was you know, sanctioned. Uh, I think it was unsanctioned. I think these were some uh, some, 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 some people that were being loose. Yeah, some rads. Yeah, <laughs> some loose ones. So yeah. Mm. Hey, so they have a pool tab in the uh, in the student union saying, "Are you attending or not?" This phone Yeah, they pulled up. one. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, it was slick. It was real slick, you know. Oh, and man. we lost. So yeah, I'm gonna go LSU close, man. We LSU at this point after after this game five and zero. Five, right? yeah. I uh I just watched the uh old Miss LSU game from last year and um we struggled quite a bit against them in that first half. Uh Ooh. I question at this point in the season who's going to be the old Miss quarterback. That's that's gonna be a big key to me. Jackson Dart is it Jackson Dart? Is it Jackson Sanders? For my research for the last episode, I I fucked around and started with the SEC West. And I was like, oh, I got to switch it up to the SEC East. All the indications and reports are that Jackson Dart, all that competition brought in made him better. Huh. So Baby. right now, he's the, he's the presumed starter at Ole Miss. Right. And what I'm saying is by, by the time we get to week five. By week oh, five. Yeah, he might, you know, Lane pulled him out quick. He got that Steve Spurrier in him. So, yeah, <laughs> I see Spencer Sanders. Could, could could Jackson Howard make it? Uh, I mean, um, he might see Jeremy Liggins out there. He still got eligibility. <laughs> Probably Shit. better. 
Walker Howard. I said Jack. I mixed three quarterbacks. I don't know, Jackson. <laughs> Walker Howard. This boy said Liggins. DK Metcalf might make an appearance. Whoever got some eligibility, he playing on call. Hey. To beat to beat these tigers. Hey, shout out, you shout out to uh shout out to what's the uh Kelly, Chad, Chad Kelly. Um, oh, yeah. boy. Shout yeah, out Jim to um, shout out to Bo Wallace. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the uh, Hawaiian the Levi, boy? What's the other Levi? What was his name? Uh, Levi. Damn. Damn, Damn. I forgot Levi. Sure, uh, what Masoli? Jeremiah, Jeremiah Masoli. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had a another one after that. Um, he was fast as shit. Hey, yeah. don't forget the don't forget the North Monroe great Randall Mackey too. Dog. Randall Mackey, Ooh. yeah. Hey, he actually you know. So yeah, at Bastrop, back at Bastrop. Yeah. You gonna put on some weight? Yeah, put on some, put put some coaching updates out there. Uh, Will Height, ex guest of the show, he now coaching at Richwood. Okay, okay, he still owe us. If you're listening, you still owe yeah. us. Yeah, we still I need, need that, that shirt. We still need that we shirt. Pay up on his bet. Uh, is that is Auburn next? Cause we gonna talk about it. Speak yeah, on. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and pick. I didn't make my pick yet. Uh, let's go. Oh, my bad. Let's go LSU. I, I don't have no five and zero. Yeah, I, it's, it's gonna be tight though. I feel like for some reason, just just it's oh, gonna, it's gonna, it gotta it's be, gonna be one of the weird games. Um, it gotta be tight. I think it's gonna be tight, but we're gonna decide it in the fourth quarter early. Like it's not gonna come down to like the last drive, but it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some tight booties for a minute. Um. Mm-hmm. Missouri in Columbia, the site of uh, Miles Braden's last foray. Stand. Custer's last stand. <laughs> it's a mm. Memorial Stadium at Farrot Field. Farrow? Yep. I don't mm. like to say that shit. Farrow. Oh, like Gus? No, it's F-A-U-R-O-T. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, here's a cousin. Is he the one that banged his head in the wall and got a concussion? Nah. Is that Gus Farrot? I think so. I think that might be. I think yeah, so. Go ahead. I, I'll look it up. <laughs> go ahead, B. I'll let you go first. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go with LSU. Uh, but but this one's gonna be a battle. Uh mm-hmm. I just see a well coached Missouri team, a hard defensive playing Missouri team. I think it's it's gonna be a battle. Um we're gonna eventually it's kinda like uh I forget one of the games Kale t- talked about earlier where he said it was gonna be tight early. But I think, you know, eventually the, the talent on the team will eventually. But that first through third quarter is going to have us tight. And then I think by the end on the scoreboard, we'll probably win by like a couple touchdowns. It'll be it'll, it'll be a double-digit victory, but we're we going to have to sweat for a good part of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Great points. Uh, quick side note, Gus Farad did bang his head into that wall. When okay. was the, he played for the Ooh. R-words then. No, that's that's eerie that you say that. The R words. I think at this point, this is going to be a hot take. I think this is where the Tigers bump their head. I think they go to Columbia, and they feeling high off of one of those five games. Mizzou throws a monkey wrench. I think it's going to be tight, but I think Mizzou wins on a field goal at the end of the game. Oh, a walk off. Yeah. The reason why I say this is because Drinking Woods is a nice play caller as well. Zoo is feisty on defense. If they're still healthy Drink by the point of the season. It's a road game SEC. Another thing that doesn't take into consideration a lot is when you play a cross conference team, your scouting report isn't as in depth as it would be for SEC West Rival. So mm-hmm. you don't see them as much. You don't have as much data to pull from. You don't see their depth chart as much. You don't know their roster as well. And mm-hmm. so that allows that. Like, when we play Mississippi State, Arkansas, Texas a and all these teams, you damn there know that they're, they're, they're cousins. You know everything about them, right? I would even add Florida mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. So, yeah. Mizzou is a, is a, is a curveball. And that's why I think SEC road game probably be late at night. I hope so. Oh, is this going to be a Joe Test, Greg McElroy game? Yeah, it's going to be. Yes, weird shit happens with them. So I just think. We don't lose in front of Joe Test. 
shit. Well, this one. <laughs> this the one, huh? This the one. And the reason why I think so is because uh, Coach Kelly has he has a great record, great track record. Like I've seen him drop a game like this. So it's not anything against him. It's not an indictment against him. I just think right now we're not as deep as we need to be to make a complete 12-0 type run, and I can see us dropping the game. And this is the game I feel like we're going to drop. Don't go bet on this shit, y'all. No, I no. Blame. Is, is your heart too close to this living in St. Louis, bro? No, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I can, okay. I can, say, I can, I can say fuck Mizzou, but I just think... I don't like all them rocks. All them, yeah. all them, yeah. all them painted white rocks they, they got in their end zone and the kid be, be sitting on. Because first of all, that's dumb. Who the fuck want to watch a three-hour football game sitting on some rocks? See, that's that's different. And that's they, that's they just need that, they need that Phil bit. Jackson uh, pad. The hell in the in the Tyrone Bigums. Yeah, that feel yeah. So yeah, I picked Mizzou. I hate I, I'm not doing it because I live here right now, nothing like that. But I'm picking Mizzou to win that game. Um, this is my second blowout of the season after Greg Graham. <laughs> well, that's damn. completely yeah. different. That's yeah, completely I'm, I'm, different. I'm not even no, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, let's go move on to Auburn and Baton Rouge. Ugh. I hate this game. Is, uh, I hate Auburn. Again, we, we think we know who the quarterback is going to start the season at Auburn, but we don't know who's yep. going to be the quarterback by the time this game comes around. Hospital Hugh can never tell. What's your boy, never Hospital tell. Hugh? Roll his ass has, up. Has BK now. and Hospital Hugh faced off before in the past? Um, if so, it was some real obscure shit. You know? Yeah. Like, if you have to think about it, it, it was probably some weird, obscure shit. Like, it would have to, it would probably was like Hugh Freeze was like a, a grad assistant at somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Is uh, Cody Burns walking through that door? Shit, no. Cody uh, Burns is not walking through that though. There's um uh, the coach Russell? dude. What's his name? Nick Marshall. Uh, what? Yeah, Cam? Nick Marshall. Nah, I ain't gonna say Cam. Jared Stidham walking through that though. And the coach dude, man. Who was it? Our coach, and then he was AM's coach. Steel. No, man. Tuberville? What are you talking about? Auburn, no, 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 no. He played quarterback for Auburn in the night. Oh, Damian Craig. What's his name? Yeah, Damian Dam- Craig. Damian Craig. Damian Yoon. Damian Yoon Craig. He hates LSU now. Not getting okay. Craig. Is, is Cadillac Campbell still part of the family? Yeah, he's no, he, running he, back. He gotta coach. be. He okay. Jason yeah, Campbell not walking through that door, though. So, yeah. My favorite oh, Auburn player. Brown, if you want a wildcat. That's your favorite Auburn player? Yeah, I can see that. That's remember he was on my uh, my squad that I picked on the black yep. quarterback draft. Oh, damn, you did. Yep. I, I thought everybody had you know Bo Jackson one and then the field at two. I love no, maybe Cam knew. I, I actually don't have both. Like outside of Cam, because that's duh. Because 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 Cam's my favorite football player. But outside of Cam, my favorite all player is probably maybe Ronnie Brown. Shit, mm. over Cadillac. Man, Ronnie was that guy. He was like, uh, like, like was, Cadillac had, had had the name. Like, you Cat, got a and he had the he had the look Cadillac. too. He looked more spilt. Yeah. Ronnie was a little too. I like Ronnie looked like he a running back. He was black. Though. He was black and spoke. He had real good skin. <laughs> like Ronnie Brown had real good skin in his face. <laughs> Man, who's winning the game? <laughs> Shit, what is going on? Hold here? On, shout out, shout out, Will Height. This your team. That's my favorite <laughs> player. But uh, LSU. LSU, because right now Auburn doesn't have a receiving core. I think we can get scholarships to play receiver at Auburn. Oh, so so Corey yeah. Moore is not walking through that door? If he does, Ooh. that's good for us. I hope he does. Number Maybe zero. throw another pick. Guarantee another win, Saucy boy. That boy Saucy. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, this is my third blowout of the year right here. <laughs> Jeremy Johnson is not walking wow. through that door. Auburn is rarely – a blowout, so that's speaking, yeah. Hey, Nick Fairley's not walking through that door, man. So that's all I'm worried about. Keo right. Spikes is not able to suit up for this game. Wow, who, who fairly? Um, uh, Army 
coming to Baton Rouge. That's gonna be so damn weird. Nah, we ain't gonna talk about this. This was respect to the services. <laughs> I hate this game. I hate this game, bro. I hate this game. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. What kind like, of offense? It's a knuckleball. What kind yeah. of offense? Yeah, yeah, like you gotta put that that same oh. that same triple option, which is you know oh, they can right. Like, and they're just gonna minimize our possession. So if we make any mistakes, this game's gonna get real, real funky. We make any mistakes because the army's gonna keep the ball. Their goal is gonna be to keep the ball like sixty-five percent of the game. That's cute. So we can't we can't afford to make mistakes because it's gonna make this more of a game than it should be. Uh, LSU's gonna win. I just don't like this game. Hmm. Yeah, if I'm the defensive coordinator, I'm walking into the uh, assistant athletic director's office and saying, "What the fuck, Dale? <laughs> what the fuck? Week seven, week eight, and we're playing fucking army." Correct. <laughs> a directional school. Well, I will say is a very smart. Um, I think scheduling just from a a, a branding standpoint, you get to get a hold of the audience watching your game. Uh, they probably wouldn't normally watch an LSU football game. Yeah, so that's why I would say bring out the alternate uniforms. We ain't had none in a couple of years. Bring out something, shit. Icy you know, whites, we, maybe. Yeah, we consider ourselves the old war school. Pull out some, but some nah. fatigues or some shit. Some strength. Nah, no, but, but, no, no fatigue. But the part I don't like is the part I don't like is okay. We know LSU is heavily uh, a Caucasian supported school, and nobody likes the military more. And white folks, and so they're gonna make army feel so welcome. They're gonna be clapping and staying. Gonna make them feel so welcome that we gonna oh man, you welcome know, their ass uh, in the stadium, and they gonna get real comfortable. And, you know, and sleep then next thing you know, we are gonna be tight. Here's a yeah, good question: exactly. Who all is gonna get uh the standing ovation uh, during the timeouts on you everybody know, when they stay on the twenty five yard line and they wave all of them, <laughs> all some, some war vet from Gonzalez and. <laughs> And, and uh, uh, springs and shit. Is there a former football like player him, who's like a, a colonel right now in the in the army? Probably so. If, if you know. have any piece of strap metal in you, this is the game to come to. <laughs> yeah, LSU gonna win by seventeen. Uh, I think it's gonna be one of them games where the first quarter, whatever group chat you in, is gonna be blowing up. Like I can't believe. We only up three to nothing on these cats. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. I thought I thought Matt House was that guy. And then yep. um, second half will kick in and we'll do what we're supposed to do. Uh um, shout out to the army, man. Um defuse the, the proud. Yeah, oh, look. never mind. That ain't army. That's the yeah, Marines. That's the Marines. That's the Marines. They don't play football. Army's what? Uh, is this the one that got the fake Denzel? Does he do the, the army commercials? I don't know. I thought, oh, was, yeah. I thought Vin Range did all that shit. He did oh, Arby's and shit. I thought he did Arby's. Holiday Hearts. <laughs> we have the meat. <laughs> then niggas switch it over. Okay. I don't want to say nothing bad about the Army, so let's move on. Uh, <laughs> I'm proud to breathe. If you want a Camaro <laughs> or, a ch- or a Challenger, go to Alabama or the Army. Yeah. All Army right. Two. Speaking of Alabama, this boy Brian is on these uh these transitions, man. Transitions. Uh, so, so we get a week off, and then it is Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Mm. Ooh, in Tuscaloosa. I like that. I like that. I like that. Like we get a supposedly supposed layup game, then a week off, then Alabama. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. So hopefully we'll be able to put Army to bed early. Um get some people arrested. And roll into Bama healthy. And what happens, Brian? What happens? I don't know. <laughs> because uh, I think is what I think. I think our roster is better than Alabama. We have a better roster, which is you not something so. that LSU can say all the time. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, player for player, our roster is better. Like, if you look at their defensive backs, like, you know, outside of a few of us, nobody can really name an, an Alabama defensive back outside of who? Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. And that's because, you know, he his 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 name garners all that. Uh Alabama linebackers, like 
nobody can really name, you know, any of those. So, like, our roster, I think, is, is a little bit better. But Brian Denny, it's going to be a height game. It's going to be a night game, probably. Uh, I think we find a way to lose this game. I think we find a way to lose it. And not because they're better than us. I think we just find a way to lose. What you got, Jay? So we six and one. I I understand, and I'm picking up what B. Tom was putting down. But I actually contend that that roster isn't better. Our roster is just is just better managed, in the sense of we cherry picked a certain type of player out the portal. Um, signing class wise, they have the most four and five stars of anybody in the country at Alabama. Like their five star ratio is just through the roof. But I also think at this ten years in Nick Saban career, they've been missing on the recruiting trail too. Like, yeah, you're getting these five stars, but I don't even think their evaluation process is as thorough anymore. So with that being said, Bama has weaknesses. And this year, their weakness is non-experienced quarterback. All the quarterbacks they have, I don't see one of them being so excellent that it goes and exceeds beyond the system. Like Tua is a, is a, was an NFL quarterback when he stepped on campus. Bryce Young was an NFL quarterback when he stepped on campus. The cast they have on that team now, they're good. They're nice college quarterbacks. But you have two new coordinators on offense and defense. I just think LSU pulls this one out. And I think we pull it out convincingly, too. Just because Jaden Daniels, the offense, the defense, we're in year two of our systems. They're changing some things over in Tuscaloosa. I think they're going to try to run the ball heavy against us, which will probably be their MO for the whole season, really. But I think BK knows that. And this that's why training this uh, whole fall camp has been tough. Man, oh, man, in the box, getting the run fits together because they know that's what teams are going to try to attack, and it's going to have us ready. We're going to be stout against the run. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to shock some people. We're going to beat Bama in Tuscaloosa. Mm, a two-game winning streak against Bama. Yeah, I like it. The tide has turned. Uh, I'm mad at Brian because I had already picked this as my loss. Uh. Mm. Yeah. I had I basically had it as this is like that Blake Sims type of Bama team. Wow. Um and I, I said it once in the last episode. I really wish we was playing Bama week three. Like I wish the Mississippi State game was Bama game, and I think we win by 10 or more. Uh but but this point, this is where Saban does his Bella check and, and finds a way to piecemeal a squad together and have like that perfect game plan. And I just feel like we're gonna we're gonna stub our toe, man. Not not by a lot. I think it's gonna be one of them uh SEC classics type games where it's like, how the fuck did Bama win that year and LSU lose that year? I think it's gonna be one of them type of games. Like, I don't think I'm with you, Jay Wright. I don't think Bama's team is as bad as people think it's gonna be. Um, I just think that, you know, it's hard to keep these kids focused for 13 weeks. And I think it's gonna be the game we slip up, man. Yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, I think they're going to try to run the ball a lot. They don't have anybody that scares me on the perimeter as a receiver. So it's almost – kind of remember those teams before they – after they had Julio, they really didn't have a big-time receiver for a while. Before it feels uh, like they're going the back in that came. Yeah. Like, well, they got that. guys who are, who, who are talented as receiver, I think. I just don't think they got somebody who can put the ball in places that they need. You know, like, like, like Jalen Miro can throw the football, but he can't tour Bryce Young, throw the, throw the football, put the ball in places where unless the receiver is wide open, they're not going to make, you know, a ton of throws into tight spots and win games. Yeah. But I think that's, Nick Saban's won like that before. Remember back in the day, he didn't have Tua's and and Jalen Hurts's and and Bryce Young's. He had the Greg McElroy's and the AJ McCarron's. True, the, but he had a great defense, great, defense. And yeah. great guys in the backfield. Uh, you that's, right? 
You're that's right, a point man. I wanted to bring up too. Is that nowadays um, you're not going to see a defense average giving up only twelve points a game anymore. Those days uh, for sure. gone. For sure. So it's almost as though you're going to have to you're going to have to come out there as a defense and just be like, "There's already 21, 24 points on the board. Let's just try to keep it below thirty. You know what I mean? Like you have to have that type of mentality. Like as long as we keep it beneath thirty points. Our offense should be able to, you know, score enough. So some of these games, like, yeah, we talking about LSU winning, but I think it's going to be higher scores than what people are traditionally used to seeing. Oh, yeah. A a blowout now could be, you know, 48 to 20, 28 or something. Like, yeah, that's a blowout. Casual fan, like, what the fuck? I mean, they almost beat you guys. But also to – I think Brian brought this up before. You know, football, the scoring system skews the points sometimes. Like, four touchdowns versus one touchdown don't sound as bad as, you know, 28 to 7. So, I mean, it's yeah, just... I remember, I remember I said that. I remember I said that. Uh, and also, I know we're not going undefeated in my mind, so we got to lose sometime. So, that was, that's, yeah. my, that's part of the reason why I've made that pick. Uh, okay. Let's move on to Florida. Um, that game is going to be in Baton Rouge, so we yep. won't be back in ring down. night. Hey, you think they um, you think we're gonna be petty and play one back down? Hell yeah, we got to. The band gonna play. That would be great. <laughs> I that would be great. Play so bad, but I won't back down. I was like, hold on, this kind of jam. It's a very good song. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a good song. I don't hey, like country music. Baby. It's not it's country. Tom, Tom like Petty's a, like a folk guy, huh? Like a folk, yeah. Oh, okay. Still in this, too. Who's, who is this? Is John Petty Denver and, folk? Tom Petty and Heartbreakers. Um, Quick, fast, like Tom Petty, I'm just petty. Belly, y'all ain't ready. Quick, fast, like Tom Petty, y'all just petty. 82, I was born ready. Uh, is, John, is John Denver folk music, too? Yeah, John, real folky. Neil Young. Okay. The only person I know is John Denver because of Arbor Day. When them Arbor Day commercials come on, they play John Denver. Rocky Mountain High. Who we playing? Florida. Yeah, we playing Florida. Okay, my bad. Uh, Yeah. Because. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say. I was gonna say it goes with the theme of LSU using this game to be petty, which is. Uh, our baseball team is going to be honored on this night uh, mm. as we beat Florida in the national championship mm. game. So going with a pay, like I, I feel like this is a game that we can't drop because of that because it's going to be a, a whole bunch of pie on our face if we do that shit and then go out there and lay an egg. So I'm, I mean, as y'all heard last episode, Jarvis picked Florida to win between Two to four games, and motherfucker, this ain't gonna be one of them two to four. It can't, it can't happen. So I'm going with. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but it can't happen. LSU by fifteen plus. Okay, mm. okay. Jay Wrigley. Mm. Not so fast. My friends are playing. Fuck Florida, man. Look, <laughs> I said what I had to say. My last in the last episode about Florida, I still hold it true that. They're going to come in, and they're going to be feisty maybe the first two drives. Just because Napier, I think he has a vendetta against LSU not giving him a real look when the job yeah, was bye. open. But, yeah, like you said, boy, bye, please. We, we ain't looking at you. You know how the hood rat girls be like, we try, they think you hollering at them. Don't nobody <laughs> even know you. We ain't, we ain't nobody looking at you. Keep on moving. So, yeah. I think, like I said, first couple of drives or something is going to be like they're going to come out on fire. But BK, being the coach he is, he has that calming effect to the team where it's like, all right, y'all might be over the top. We're going to get y'all. We're going to get y'all. We're going to get y'all. So I see us winning comfortably in this game. I don't, I'm not scared of Florida. I really I got a question. I got a question. Do y'all think. Coach Billy Napier gets his haircut at a black barber. No doubt. Because, like, why Why else w- would you rock that style? You know, like, he 
played football, you know, coach or whatever. Like I, I feel like he he gets his haircut at a black shop. I think he does it for recruiting purposes. Yeah, me, me too. You know, you know, Cause, cause I didn't he should, think he so. Be nicely. But when I seen him with the uh the beard and how it connected, I was like, yeah, yeah. That's Barber. That's, <laughs> that's us. That's us. Yeah, we we did that. A little Beijing around the edge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he remind me of uh, that coach on uh, what was the show? The uh, the Netflix show. That one. Oh year. yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. Not all American. Nah, it's, nah. Uh, let's take digs on that one. Oh no, the actual actual show. Oh, the actual show. In junior college in Kansas. Oh or yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot to yeah. I forgot the show name, and that was my shit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't last chance yeah. you. Yeah, he, yeah last, last chance, chance you. Yeah, at that Kansas yeah. school. Now yeah. he didn't go. He Butler. he he didn't mm. connect to the culture. He is connected to the culture as as as. Florida State's coach was. He had the damn braids <laughs> and the wristband. <laughs> he ain't Mike Norvell that I Bro, here, somebody has to put basis. that on the broadcast, bro. They missed out last year, bro. Put that on the broadcast. Need to. Mike hey, Norvell man. was a G with the straight back. And he had a little hang time, too. Yeah, but, uh, yeah it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't snug on the neck. It was some hang time. Like <laughs> I, I was so disappointed when I Googled Mike Norvell's wife. I was like, damn, I knew his wife was going to be black. I just knew it, but no nope. way. Can't win them all, guys. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Florida, yeah, I'm not worried about them. Um, Georgia State, do we need to discuss? Oh, that's a W, man. All right, that's Keep a dub. Pushing. W. Uh, and then finally, a revenge game against A&M at the crib. Damn, we it's got up. there. So is up. Is uh oh, is, Mac, is Max Johnson still eligible? Yeah, but yeah, he's he, eligible. He like eligible ride that bitch. Yeah. Gracious ball of Max Johnson. Oh. I will never forget that shit he did in the in the the, the LSU UCLA game when he was Man. about to get sacked. He threw that bit behind his back, but was like Man. falling. I said, I said, Lord. Oh, that's why on. I knew. That's why I knew Orgeron's getting fired. <laughs> to be fair, Max Johnson gave us the Florida game, so. I give this one tiny used, moment. That you what what did Coach O say before the, the UCLA game? He <laughs> called him like some put that he said something about the, <laughs> Did he call him pansy? Some about the, pussy the pansy blues. Pussy <laughs> pussy pussy. This is a something. Yeah, he called him something. Oh, and so man. we get out there and, and that's your quarterback's doing that. I was like, oh, we wasn't prepared, dog. No. And if no. I can see that, I know Scott Wilson there, like, what the fuck? Mm, oh, mm, shit. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Ronte Jones. Look, LSU. Uh, oh, we make a prediction. I'm gonna ask a better question. Is is uh is Jimbo coaching for his livelihood at this point? At, at no, like no, fighting for no. his fucking life. Yes, he is. <laughs> Y'all a ventilator. He Errol Spence in the ninth. Brown fighting for his fucking <laughs> life, and that's great because because Arrow from Texas, <laughs> he's swinging for the fence. <laughs> hey, A M has known to have a lot of Dallas players on their team. Hey, so. we we've ended a lot of careers in Tiger Stadium. Kevin <laughs> Sumlin, Steve Spurrier retired mid season after we whooped his ass. Jimbo finna get them papers. <laughs> I just think they got the only reason I say that I don't think record wise and performance wise I'm just I just read an article about the money and how he's getting paid. I just don't think that that's a move Texas A&M can make. So it was a financial Shit. decision. Yeah, the financial decision part of it. like his contract's so stacked and his bio can grow so big that like yeah. I just don't think that that's, let them that's drop issue. let them drop three games in the middle of the season. You gonna have uh, Petrino come out, Let's come out that neck brace as an intern. You <laughs> go, man, Petrino gonna come out that neck brace and be the intern. Head coach, be busting ass, huh? Hey, yes. who wins in a fight between Mike Norvell and Mario Cristobal? I know that's completely random. Cristobal. I'm going definitely Mario Cristobal, hundred percent. He was an ex ex offensive lineman, so he know about hand placement and shit. <laughs> 
Oh, man, uh, a-, a and M uh, predictions. I-, I think I know where y'all going, but yep, Tigers. Uh, you know what? Though I said all that shit, I pick a and M to win. That's our second. Wow, row. two years in a row. Yeah, they so get you us predict- two years in a row. So Jay Wright is predicting two LSU wins over but, Bama in a row. And- but Jimbo's not the coach that does it. It's oh, <laughs> it's oh, an intern. Okay. Damn, intern coach. Okay. You know when this teams get an intern, they be like they they play with. They play with the new resolve, right? A little freedom. Like, yeah. So, I mean, even Mickey Joseph got a little fire under Nebraska last year, and he took over. I think the same happens here. Like I said, they gonna Jimbo gonna be looking for a new hospital to send his son to for treatments and shit because he's gonna be out of college oh, station. Oh Lord! Punched in the chest. Okay, I shouldn't have said this shit. Do you like his nephew? Stand up and way to the children's hospital across from Iowa. I love the kids. I do. What? Hey, who, who punched the son? Was it Kevin Falk? <laughs> yeah, that was Falk. <laughs> Falk, son, or nephew. Look, man, I'm just saying, bro. I, mean, I think happen. there's so much dysfunction in, in Texas A&M that I don't – they're 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 like – you don't know what you're going to get from them. They have so much talent. They really do. But you don't know what you're going to get. So I can see them – Coming into Tiger Stadium, having like either three or four losses and being just balls to the wall, don't care, or three or four wins, balls to the wall, don't give a fuck, and throwing everything at us. And they, and like I said, having enough talent to pull it off. So I say that's the second loss, but we still beat SEC West champs because we beat Bama. I see Bama losing to Ole Miss and another team, and we make it to. Championship. I think uh I think at this point uh AM soul will be crushed. Um I don't I don't know. Uh I, maybe a maybe a little Denver Harris uh, revenge. I don't know if he mm. returns a punt or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um but yeah, I just this is this is another team where we don't know who the quarterback on opening day might be different than the quarterback that plays in Tiger Stadium. Um Could easily. I just I don't see it, especially with the way we lost last year. I don't think Brian Kelly is just mm-hmm. gonna allow this to happen two years in a row, um, Correct. especially uh, not in Tiger Stadium. And this is probably gonna be the last Thanksgiving game we play against them. I'm assuming. Um, I don't know. I didn't look at. I don't know what next year's schedule looks like, but I'm assuming A and M and Texas are gonna bring back the rivalry uh, for Thanksgiving. So I think we go ahead and send them. Send those yell leaders back. Uh them. Yeah. Bring send them back. With them crease dicky suits. Yeah, man. Get get them up out of here. Uh I might invite some of my old uh Texas friends to come come hang out. We'll see. Swing. But yeah, after that, we headed to uh Atlanta. Atlanta. And we're gonna see what happens from there. Uh according to Jarvis, we playing Tennessee, which I wouldn't be mad at at all. Nope. So we oh, oh they oh, asked too from last year. So Jarvis, you got us uh, with two losses. Me and B got us with one. Uh, let's move on to uh, number seven and number eighteen predictions. Ooh, By the time this comes yeah. out, I'm not sure if they yeah. made the announcement yet. But uh, who y'all think? Yeah, they're doing sometime. Yeah, they said this week. This week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so by the time yeah. this comes out, we're we gonna be we might be behind, but we we gonna know. We gonna see. We gonna see. Yep. That's why it's predictions. Yeah. So who you got, Jay Wright? Um, I'm gonna surprise some people. Like I've been doing mm-hmm. the last maybe shit every episode to this point. <laughs> Look, <sighs> number seven. I'm gonna go with number seven first. I may take y'all pick from y'all. I'm sorry, but looking at the it. roster and thinking who made the most plays, and everybody probably going with Malik. I'm not going with Malik. Curveball, I'm going with Greg Brooks for the second. Mm. Mm. Number seven. I think it fits him well. He's a playmaker. He's uh the ball always is near him for some reason. So I think him playing uh safety and BK liking him, I think he's gonna get the number seven. Which is cool like with it. me. I like, I like safety's playing number seven. Grant Delpit was a good seven for us. I like it. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see yep. it receiving with it ever since Jonathan Giles was supposed to be seven. Um, hasn't been kind to the receivers. No, nah, it really hasn't. 18. So, who I got winning number 18? Another surprise because I've been giving this dude hell for about a year. Go ahead and say it. He is, he's the epitome of what 18 should be. I'm going with Josh Williams as the new 18. Mm. See them giving him the jersey, carrying on the mm-hmm. tradition. He has, I mean, I heard an interview of his today and I was impressed. I got to give a young man this just due. Josh Williams, the new number 18. That's my prediction. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be who you got, man. So I got, so I got a list of players because I was going through like a list, the roster, and uh, figuring out who was best for what. One player made both lists, uh, 18 and 7. Let's start with 18 and mm-hmm. tell you who I, who I put on the list as considered. Uh, number one was Greg Brooks. Number two, Major Cowboy Collar Burns. Uh, number three, Nussmeyer, which is kind of funky, but I think his comments recently about why he stayed was really strong. You know, he made a decision that wasn't necessarily selfish of him. Uh, and, and like I said, why he chose to stay when he would have been a pretty hot co- commodity in the, the transfer portal. Uh, I got Jay Rice pick, Josh Williams, and then, of course, Makai Wingo. Mm. Uh, and of those ones, I highlighted Josh Williams because, I mean, as as Jay Rice said, so my top two were Josh and Makai, but I gave it to Josh. Uh, I feel like he's going to be the pick for 18. Seven, Greg Brooks made this list again because – for me, the first thing that I think about when I think about the number seven is dog, like like dog, like who who's a dog, and uh, it's just like you just gotta have this certain like you gotta have this certain way that you carry yourself. And Greg Brooks had does an equal job of being a great team leader, um, as we've heard in times of uh, when whenever he's been mic'd up and stuff. Uh, great team leader, but also he's just a dog. You know, on the field, he tries to be everywhere. He usually succeeds. He he make plays in the run game and passing game. So Brooks, uh, currently Malik neighbors just because on the offensive side of the ball, he's 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 the main dog on the offensive side of the ball. And then of course we got Perk. You know, which I know Perk just changed from from number forty to four, but I feel like if if coaches approach him about being Seven, you know, he take that, and if I'm going by who who who's a dog on the team, Perk probably is the most. He probably has the most dog in him. Uh, I just think he might be young. I think he's gonna he's gonna be a good candidate for seven next year. So I'm gonna go with uh Greg Brooks as well uh as number seven. So I, I, actually, I think. My picks are the same as Jarvis, right? Is that yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> pretty well much. Damn, here we go. I'm going to go get uh, a lottery man. ticket. Man, guys, uh, y'all picked all the good people. Uh, <laughs> my number seven was down to two people. It was down to Brooks and uh, Perk. Um, and I, I actually, I'm leaning more towards Perk. Uh, my only pause is that he just changed to number four. Um, but I think it'll be it's been a while since we had a guy be number seven two years in a row. Um, yeah. So I, I don't would know. be great. I just kind of feel like he's the playmaker, bro. Like he's the yep. guy who changes everything. Uh, it's funny I brought up Brooks because when I was watching the Ole Miss game, he had a pick that was taken away um, because of a pass interference that was questionable. Um, mm-hmm. But the fact that he made the play, it was like a shoestring pick that, like, when they replayed it, Gary Danielson was having like a conniption like i can't believe he caught the ball uh so it's just one of them things where like he just finds a way to get to the ball some kind of way uh but yeah i'm gonna go with perk even though i think brooks is gonna win um just because i think perks perk is i think is is bigger than lsu i think it's like an nil type thing like that he wants to try to brand himself as the number four um but i think he's most deserving and then 18 I had it down to Josh Williams and uh and Cowboy Collar Burns. 
Uh, mm. I, I okay, Major. Yeah, like I think Major has been there for a while. Um, he he's had his criticisms that were fair. Um, but he's he's been in that in that program for a while. Like I don't think people realize the common guy realize Major's been around, man. And I think he's just a voice. Uh, so if it's not Josh Williams, who I think is the front runner, Major Major's my pick. Um, but I think y'all are both spot on, man. I think it's gonna be Brooks and Williams. Um, uh, man. So that was kind of anticlimactic, but anyway. Yeah, I thought it was going to be three, <laughs> six different answers. <laughs> yes. There's a consensus. Uh, it's like who we like, man. We like who we it like. It is what it is, man. So uh, it's, just, it's logical. It's logical. Yeah, it just it just makes sense. Right. It just makes sense. Uh, y'all yeah, seen uh, y'all seen uh, Dion gonna re-release the uh, the Diamond Turfs? Yeah, yeah, that's cold. Yeah, man. Shout out to uh. Hey, one thing about it, Colorado gonna be a good, uh, interesting watch, no matter what. So, Correct. They're gonna look good. They're gonna yeah. get beat. They're gonna look good. At... They're gonna look good. But oh, yeah. I, I do like what they're doing long term, though. I like, like the move to the Big Twelve. Um, I think that's that's gonna be it's gonna work out for them. Uh, hmm. anything else we need to get to before uh, we get up out of here? Nope. I think we already shouted out Shakari earlier. Yep. Uh, Golden one hundred meter. Out of lane nine, after barely making it to the final, yeah, man. Uh, like she had to slip up in the semis. Hey, man, had to pray to get through. God was watching. Hey, man, I, I love the interview she gave where she 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 did like the backtrack into you know a year ago or two years mm-hmm. ago, whatever that was. And no weapon. Yeah, man. You know, look, hey, she spoke her piece, man. I, I love it. And you can tell she's more mature. Like, yeah, the yeah. girl went through a lot. Like. Let's let's not and discount the fact too. that yeah she went through a lot man so we gotta allow we gotta get grace to these athletes man everybody's not gonna be a polished diamond coming out bro these yeah. these people Especially. come from different backgrounds and different things affect them man like everybody doesn't deal with Dallas. us the same way man so she's still she's young from Dallas twenty three she's twenty three oh yeah speaking of Dallas uh I just got um a notification. For my my cousin who 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 lives in Dallas, that the South Oak Cliff Duncanville game Friday is gonna be available to to watch online. Uh, that's gonna be huge. Uh, that's who the cat, be who huge. cat we got coming from Duncanville? Kaden Durham. Kaden Durham, our running back. Yeah, that's gonna be a big game. Still, it was on, on on ESPN last year, but yeah, it's only gonna be online this year. But I'm gonna be tuned in to that one. That's gonna be. A, so what you're saying is it shouldn't be when we do the preview next year, we shouldn't have depth question mark at running back now? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> it depends, man, because you don't know who your boy yeah, – you, you don't know if Cavante going to be on the team, off the team. He hasn't completed a full season on the team yet. So, I don't you know, think John might... Emery has completed a full Scantron since he didn't run. <laughs> All right, guys, that concludes episode 90 of Can't Call Me. Number two. And we out. (laughs) Be sure to complete the bubble, Don. Man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that. I called Chip off the rip. Let's have swap that. Savage Life 6 in the mix. You better cop that. Man, quit hollering. It's coming quick and gone. Drop that.